Welcome to the Toss Mills Odoi Macarius podcast. Toss Mills Odoi is an apostle, teacher, and a sought-after speaker in international Christian leadership conferences. He is the son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Mills, who is the founder of the United Denominations and a best-selling author. With over 20 years' experience in church planting around the world and in the training and sending of missionaries, Apostle Toss currently serves at the Kadesh in Accra, Ghana, a vibrant church seeking to win the lost at all cost. He is also a director in the Dagwood Mills Ministries. Now, listen to Toss Mills Odoi. the 
told you to go You stayed where you thought you'd prosper Oh child Oh child You should have gone to the ends of the world You were afraid of me Your God You didn't trust me when I said go. You didn't think I'll take care of you. I'm giving you another chance. It's not too late to go to the end of the world. Go to the end of the world. How come you stayed in one city? one place in the place that you thought was best for you you didn't go as far as i told you to go you stayed where you thought you'd prosper oh child oh, oh, oh child you should have gone to the of the world uproots yourself from your comfort zone start believing what I'm saying believe what I'm Because the Bible says that by their fruits, yes. you shall know them. And the fruits of Bishop Dikewell's Mills are unparalleled in um, the ministry. You know, since Adam was formed, we have read in the Bible of our ministers who uh, served God in our generation. We've read about 
men of God, great men of God of old, who accomplished mighty things and achieved mighty exploits and notable achievements in the body of Christ, some of whom ministries still abide and continue to this day. You know, but uh, when we read the history and we read the accounts of the accomplishment of great men of God, we do not read or we have not yet read about anyone who achieved as much as um, Bishop Dagiwad Mills has achieved in his um, time on earth. Whether it be the churches started, many pastors have started churches far more than um, he has started. But what it is, is for most of them, churches are all that they've started. But for him, in addition to the churches, he's also started a worldwide, one of the largest and notable evangelistic campaigns of all time. Yes. You know, and many, and yes, there may be one or two people who may have had a larger crusade ministry than he had, but a crusade ministry was all that they had. You know, be it the um, Bible school that he started, it's also one of the largest and most successful Bible schools ever. You know, and many people may have started a larger Bible school, but a large Bible school was all that they had. And so, um, and in other areas of ministry, if we take the books, Mm. ministry that he's written, other people may have even published more books than he has, but book publishing is all that they've accomplished. But with him, in all the fivefold ministry, we see that he's at the apex and at the top and at the zenith, you know, of um, each of the fivefold ministries. And, and you do not read about any other person who's done that. So we honor Bishop Doug Heward Mills today. I am proud to be associated directly with him as one of his biological sons and his spiritual sons. Amen. I'm not just a biological, I'm, I'm not just a spiritual son, I'm also a biological um, son of Bishop Daggio. You know, some um, years ago he um, sent me this shirt. It's it's a it's one of his own shirts that he's worn for many years. And one day he gave it to me. You know, I feel anointed as I wear it. I feel covered as I wear it. This is just the second time I've worn it since he gave it to me. And today, as we came to celebrate him. You know, God has been so good to me in life and in ministry. I mean, you are watching me (laughs) from all over the world. All over. Are you not watching me? We are watching. Can see you. Mm. People from Uganda, Mm. people from um, Angola. You know, yesterday I received a wonderful testimony from Uganda. A pastor who was watching from Uganda sent us a beautiful testimony. He said, look, he had been strongly advised recently by a friend by a fellow pastor never to do visitation (laughs) because visitation was bad for ministry and that your members would be familiar with you and your church would not grow and he felt that what his um friend was saying was wrong now there's a senior minister in uganda Mm. who had been visiting and his friend came to confuse him with doctrines of devils yeah Mm. to deceive you and to sway you out of the way and Yesterday, he was invited to watch the um, seed conference. And as I was teaching on visitation, he said, ah! He thanks God for my life and the life and the teachings of Bishop Dyke. He was not because truth is, all that I'm doing is that I'm reading and teaching from his books. Mm -hmm. You know, so he said his long testimony that he's very grateful about how God has um, 
brought him back to the way of truth and to do the right thing. So, I mean, you are watching me from Uganda. People are watching me from Angola, Sierra Leone, from where? London, from the UK, Liberia, India, Bangladesh, you know, and today we are honoring Bishop Daggyward Mill. So, I want you to stay on the show. In the middle of the show, we are going to do something special. In the, special. No, at a point, I will stop abruptly and we'll do something to honor Bishop Daggyward Milton. I want all of you watching um, to be part so that as I tell him how it went and how you also honored him, it will bring encouragement. We all love to be encouraged and we all love to, um, people to appreciate us. So I want all of you to be part of it one of the things I want you to do is that I want you to um, call a pastor friend of yours to watch today's show. Today's show is specially dedicated to the birthday of Bishop Dykewood Mills. And like I said, I'm not only a spiritual son, I'm also a biological son. So um, it's a blessing to come to you. Amen. Amen. Are you happy to be? Look, if you're happy, happy. one of the... Today is a day of celebration. Put all depression aside, sadness aside, just for a few hours. So I want you to say that. Look, let's all rejoice in the blessing and in the light of Bishop Daggyward Mills. Amen. Amen. So what I want you to do is, one of the things I want you to do, just take the country you are from. And today we are giving free e-books again. Free. In fact, today we are giving two free e-books to everybody. So... Yeah, once you watch the show, it's uh, Bishop Dagi. It was Nelson's birthday today. We are celebrating his birthday today. And so, um, anybody who watches the show today, f- two free ebooks, free. Hallelujah. So just send your email address and your country, email address and country. So if you know a pastor, you want him to also receive the two free ebooks, let him log on, send his email address. We are only going to send books to those who watch the live show. Amen. Amen. So call somebody. We are going to send two powerful books that will teach you about the ministry. One of the books we will send to you is Transform Your Pastoral ah. Ministry. Yeah. And then another book that will be a blessing to you. Amen. Amen. So that we can celebrate him. Janelle Sims, it's good to see you all the way from the UK. Amen. Amen. Just send your email address. We'll send you Transform Your Pastoral Ministry and another um, ebook, a special surprise. Mm. Say surprise. Surprise. When it's a great person's birthday, everybody celebrates and everybody benefits. Yeah, Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Pastor David from Freetown, you are welcome. Kwako Korte from Laboni, you are also welcome. Yes. Jeremiah three fifteen. <laughs> Jeremiah chapter three verse fifteen. He says. And I, God, I will give you pastors after my own heart, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. You see, this is a pastor's job description from God. Men don't appoint pastors. Devils don't appoint pastors. God appoints pastors. And so, the person who appoints you is the one who is qualified to give you your job description. Sometimes people work and they don't know um, their job description. Mm. Pastor Raquel from Trinidad and Tobago. Wow. Pastor Raquel, call all the pastors in Trinidad and Tobago that you know. All the church. Everybody should log in, send their email address, 
we will send them a birthday gift wow. from Bishop Dagwood Mills. Yeah. Amen. So their email address in their country. Amen. Everybody in Trinidad. Every Trinidad. Amen. Pastor Raquel, every Trinidad. Sending email address. During the live show, as soon as the show ends, it's over. Hallelujah. Amen. So God here is giving the job description of a pastor. He said, I will give you pastors after my own heart. And they will feed you with knowledge and understanding. In the Hebrew, it's the diar and the sakar. Amen. Amen. Which has to do with information that they will influence your opinion. And they will influence your knowledge and how your mind works. It is the duty of a pastor to influence the way his members' mind works. Which is why politicians are afraid of pastors. Because they know that pastors control the large masses. Yes. So, if you're a pastor, you should also understand that your duty is to feed them with knowledge of the word of God. What does the Bible say? The Bible says that the earth shall be filled with the glory of the knowledge of God. As the waters cover the sea. Yes, God's intention is that knowledge about him mm. should increase in the earth. Not miracles. Because mm. look, no matter the miracles you do, the person will die. Mm. No matter the healing, the person will die. Mm. So it is important. But what saves us is the knowledge. the knowledge. The Bible says that God has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge. Yes. Through the, the knowledge is what changes things. The Bible says that wisdom and knowledge shall be the stability of your times and the strength of your salvation. The Bible says that by wisdom is a house built, by understanding it is established, and by knowledge its rooms are filled with all good and pleasant things. Churches are filled because pastors feed their congregations with knowledge and understanding. Not miracles. Miracles are different and for a different purpose, but knowledge and understanding is what makes the church full. When your church is not full, Check your knowledge you are transmitting to your members. The Bible says that as newborn babies, we should desire the sincere milk of the word that we may grow thereby. So it is the word of God that makes us grow. It is the word of God that makes the church grow. The Bible says that and as the word of God increased, so did the number of disciples increase in Jerusalem. So a pastor whose church is not growing is because he's not feeding his members well. Simple as that. It, it, is, it is not a mystery. It's not rocket science. It's simple. Jesus Christ said, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So I will encourage all pastors and that is why this morning, God has laid on my heart to share with you 15 keys to becoming a successful teacher of the word. Wow. Yes. You know, and, and it is by no coincidence because, you see, the, the primary anointing on Bishop's life is the teaching anointing. He said in June 1988 in Suhum, as he was praying and listening to the tapes of Kenneth Hagen, he heard the voice of God speak, say to him that from now, you can teach. Amen. Amen. And from then, not only has he taught, but he has taught me and raised me up to also teach. If I wasn't a successful teacher of the word of God, you would not be listening to me. This is not a service on television. This is a service on Facebook. So you bought your data. Mm. You stopped whatever you are doing. You could have been doing a thousand other things, but you stopped to listen yes. to me. That's it. And I am not, see, I am not Bishop Dagwood Mills. But that same teaching anointing on his life also rests on me. Otherwise, you would not listen to me. You would mm. not be on the Facebook now listening. It's true. Mm. 
I see you also becoming a successful Amen. teacher of the word. You see, and I want to say that what I'm about to teach you from the book Transform Your Pastoral Ministry, um, chapter 35, is what Bishop Dad also taught me many years ago. 20 years ago, 19 years ago. He taught me this. And today, I have become a successful teacher of the word. I see you also becoming a successful teacher of the word. In Jesus' name. Patrick Okot from Uganda. God bless you, Pastor Patrick. God bless you from Uganda. Pastor Jackson Langi from Kinshasa DLC. God bless you. You know, I want to do one more thing. As you send your email and your country, just wish Bishop Dag who knows a happy birthday as well. I think it would be nice, you know, and say a word of prophecy over his life to, you know, bless him as he's been a blessing to all of us. Amen. Fefe Flory, what country are you from? Pastor Juliet. What country? Amen. Send your country as well. Number one, be in a constant state of preparation. Paul told us that we should be instant in season and out of season. At any time, you see, in the Old Testament, the Bible says that the priest was always supposed to be anointed. And then God gave a reason. He said, because when my people sin, they must be ready to stand in the breach. Wow. You see, when um, Lazarus died, and when Jesus was going to do most of his miracles, he didn't go and stand there and now tell them that I'm, I am going to fast. When I finish fasting and I'm full of power, I'll come and cast out the devil. Jesus was constantly ready. He, you see, as a minister, you must learn to abide in the spirit. You must learn to live in the spirit and exist on earth. I'll say it again. As a minister, learn to exist in the spirit and only, sorry, learn to live in the spirit and only exist on earth. Like let your flesh function on earth. But your mind must always be soaring in the clouds. Your mind must always be soaring in the spirit. You must be ready at all times to minister. Because I tell you, the devil is not going to give you a warning or, or advance notice about what he's going to do so you get ready. Amen. Amen. In the same way, when it's time to preach, you should be ready at any time and at all times to minister the word of God and to bring encouragement. And you know, when you are experienced, you will find out that some of your most anointed teachings will be in private. You may be sitting with, with one person or two people and something would come up and you just share something. I tell you, some of your most anointed teachings will be to one or two people. Amen. Amen. So be ready. And don't say, ha! Where is the microphone? Where is the <laughs> pulpit? I cannot preach without a pulpit. No. Jesus' most anointed miracles were before a few people. Be ready to give a ready answer at all times. Number two, Pastor Isaac Adam, God bless you from Accra, Israel, Agbe, all the way from the UK. Pastor Israel, God bless you as well. We are honoring Bishop Dad today. Send your email address and your country. You'll get your two free birthday ebooks. One of them is Transform Your Pastoral Ministry. Yes. The other one is a surprise. Hallelujah. Number two, how to be a successful teacher of the word. Have your quiet time every day. Have your quiet time every day. day. Look, I remember the first sermon I preached. You know, somewhere in uh, maybe March or April, um, 
1998. I'd had my quiet time in the morning. I think from Mark chapter 10 or so, I've forgotten. And I went for a ministry meeting in the church in the evening. And somebody was supposed to preach. And when we got there, praise and worship, everything, everything, it was time to preach. The person had not come. So the ministry pastor just turned to me and said, Toss, I was not even a shepherd. I was nothing. I just joined the church. He said, Toss, come and share with us your quiet time today. Ah! I tell you, as a nobody, as I was preaching, I could sense an anointing bubbling. Oh, yes. I just shared my quiet time. You know, and when I finished, the pastor took over the mic and said, wow. This is exactly what I'd also planned to share after the ministry meeting. I'm so blessed. At that point, even people began to clap. Wow. Wow. Have your quiet time every day. Mm. You will not know how it will minister to someone powerfully. Number three, read Christian books all the time. Be reading Christian books all the time. You know, not, not just books about the ministry or how to do the work of God, but just in a general sense. Mm. You see, the Bible says that the, the seed is the word of God. So the more seeds you plant in yourself, mm. because the seed is the word of God. So every time you take in the word of God, you are planting seeds into yourself. So the more seeds you plant into yourself, the more the fruit you will bear. Because he that uh, sows abundantly shall reap also abundantly. Peter told the man at the gate, such as I have, I give unto you. As a pastor, you cannot give what you don't have. You see, so you must make sure that you have a lot of things in you. You know, one of the most anointed pastors I know in the um, United Denominations is uh, Bishop Richard I in London. He's in charge of the um, churches in the Astard Sea Chapel International. And one day he was teaching. And he said something most profound. You know, he said that there are two kinds of pastors. One group feed or eats like chickens. Mm. Another group eats like elephants. And see, a chicken, he explained, eats so, 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 so. If you look at what also comes out of a chicken, so, 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 so. But an elephant can eat 50 kilograms of food a day. I tell you, if you look at what also comes out of an elephant, it's a mega something. <laughs> you see, you can see, depending on what goes in, it influences what comes out. Physically, that's why you see that when you are fasting for a long time, nothing comes out or something stops coming out. Ah, I speak in histories. Mm. But you see, that the more you eat, you went to a party, you ate a lot. The next day, you see that a lot will come out. Hey. Spiritually, it is the same. The more you eat, the more will come out of you. Amen. So as a pastor, be reading books all the time. Mm. Next point, be listening to tapes all the time, Christian messages. Stop listening to radio. Stop. Hey. Stop. Look, every stopping, every, every stopping stop. listening to mm. radio. I mean, you are listening to COVID. About three weeks into COVID, I took a decision. I said, look, this COVID thing, eh, it's nonsense. nonsense. You will get the same message 20 times from different groups. So I changed the setting on my phone. I said, 
don't download messages whether over data or over wi-fi don't download picture don't download i don't want to look this COVID. i don't want to read fear all the time mm. the same thing you look after three messages you know everything about about the COVID. there's nothing new you are going to learn so try to rather focus as a pastor on receiving things of the spirit so that when you are called upon even at short notice you will be able to minister yeah and not that you are now coming to start a prayer meeting you are calling your prayer warriors to fast as you are calling them to fast when they got a text message there was chicken in their mouth Listen to messages. See, the Bible says, and the spirit entered into me when he spoke unto me and he sets me on my feet. The more the spirit enters into you, dear pastor, the more you will constantly be on your feet. The more you will constantly be on your feet. The more you, the fact that your ministry is certain is a sign of the level and the depth and the lack of the word of God in you. But I see you listening more. And I see the spirit entering you more as the word enters you more. Number five. Base every sermon on the word of God. Base every sermon. Look, in seven minutes, we will stop the show and do a special um, event to celebrate Bishop. So, call all your friends at um, 10.30 GMT. In seven minutes, everybody should be online. Amen. Amen. Base every sermon on the word of God. The Bible says, other foundation can no man lay. Than that which is laid in Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Look, Jesus Christ was a reader. At the age of 12, mm. he was sitting in the temple discussing seriously with the scribes and the doctors and the Pharisees. Wow. The Bible says in Luke chapter 7, he said, and when they delivered to him the scroll of Isaiah, he found where it was written. Mm. Jesus had been reading Isaiah. Wow. So when they gave him the scroll, he knew immediately where to read. Wow. Mm. What a blessing. You too, Pastor. Mm. Stop using circular books to preach your sermons look the bible has enough foundational material for you to use to build a sermon you are preaching yes amen Amen. and i can tell you that uh, you see anything you do that is not based on the word of god it will not last Mm. even if the people stand and are clapping and are cheering it will not last Amen. amen so build things and do things that will last in jesus name number six have a clear purpose for every message. Mm. Every time you preach, you should have an aim. Wow. You see, as I'm ministering in the seed conferences, my focus is on pastors alone. Mm. My focus is on denominational heads and pastors and leaders and people who will train other people. Mm. My mind is not on new believers. Ah. That is why I don't start. So I don't start a sermon, you know, slowly just talking to you and trying to warm you up into the bed. But as soon as I start, I say, look, today I'm coming to teach you on how to be a successful teacher of the word because I don't expect that I'm talking to newborn Christians. Yes. So my purpose is clear. For today's um, message, my purpose is clear. We are honoring Bishop Dad. Yeah, so I'm teaching, and as you can see, if you want one of his shirts he gave me, I'm clear in my purpose. Of what, see, when you are clear in your purpose, it helps you to remain on track. Many persons are distracted from what they are supposed to do because they don't have a clear purpose. They try to minister to the sick, they try to minister to this, they try to do this, be circular, start a university, start a little bit of 
primary school, start a little bit of borehole digging for communities. Mm. Start, I mean, doing all kinds of things. Mm. See, it is called being a jack of all trades mm. and being a master of nothing. Mercy. You Mercy. won't do well, but be focused. Mm. Amen. The Bible says that, and Jesus set his face toward Jerusalem. Jesus was sure about what he was supposed to do. He said, I must be in Jerusalem. That yes. is where I am supposed to die. Pastor, have a purpose for your message. Clear. I'm here to teach you about how to be a successful teacher of the word. Mm. Today, I'm not talking about visitation. Mm. I'm talking about preaching. Preaching. Yes, God. I, God, I expect that I'm talking to preachers. That's it. I see you becoming the preacher Amen. in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. God bless you, Bishop Dr. Peter. All the way from um, a country. Bishop Dr. Kayode. God bless you for watching. We are honoring Bishop Dad today. Amen. Number seven, give the right kind of title to your message. That's it. Pastor Abhishek from India, you are always watching. God bless you. Bring all your shepherds to watch from India in three minutes. In three minutes, we are going to do something special here. Give the right title for your message. Like as I come today, the title that Bishop gave to this message is 15 Keys to Becoming a Successful Teacher of the Word. Simply, even the topic, the sermon title tells you exactly what is going to be spoken about. And it tells you what kind of even examples to use as a teacher. Because you are trying to teach people how to improve on their preaching and to make their preaching better. Simple. Amen. Amen. Give the right kind of title. There are, and Bishop teaches us three kinds of titles that generally speak about three kinds of messages. Number one evangelistic messages evangelistic titles they are intended to jolt and shock the congregation Mm. for example see an evangelistic title you never forget them pastor larry davids god bless you pastor wilberford god bless you pastor walker god bless you i wish i could know your countries examples of evangelistic titles are Judgment day one, two, three. Hey. Another good example is they went to hell. They went to hell. Hey. There are also exhortational titles. These ones they are intended to encourage and bring encouragement to the congregation. For example, if you have daughter, you can make it. Yes. Woman thou art loosed. Hey. <laughs> the third group of teachings are. Or, or titles that are teaching titles. These give a clear message. Like, for example, 15 keys to becoming a successful teacher of the word. Wow. 25 reasons why you must have a mega church. Mm. Six laws of the woman who is loosed. Wow. Five reasons why you should pray fervently. Mm. You know, they help to give clarity, clarity. to their message. That's it. Number eight. There must be order in the sermon. Mm. I tell you, one day I went for a program. By the time the man finished preaching, look, I think it is the only time I've slept throughout a message. <laughs> Out on the second row, the man was talking about sacrifice. I don't remember. The only thing I remember is that he said, and Abraham took a dove. Cut the dove into two. It means something. When the fowls came and he took a dead. What does cutting a dove have to do with me today? 
I, look, I tried because he was an international minister. Mercy. I say I felt I slept for about 95% of the sermon. Mercy. Mercy. I or they said it was powerful, but I didn't understand or remember anything. Mercy. You see, because he was not preaching with pointing, but just sort of rambling on and mixing Abraham with Jesus and John has gone to do something with Bartholomew. I didn't get it. But when you preach it, and Bishop teaches us here that the way to preach with an order is to preach in points. Wow. Number one, number two, number three. Number, and let me share with you a secret. Sure. <laughs> the secret is that sometimes when you are preaching, you may stop to give an example or an illustration. By the time you finish giving the illustration, no matter how powerful it is, you may even have forgotten the points that made you give the illustration. You see, if you are experienced, you will understand what I'm saying. And when you get to that point, instead of now starting to talk about Michelle Obama's dress who wore the Kremlin, you can quickly say, so to the next point. (laughs) To the next point. And then you are safe. It helps you to preach beautifully. Hallelujah. Conclude your sermon on a high note. Mm. Always, uh, you see, psychologically, people remember the beginning and the end of everything. Mm. 80% of what we remember is the first point and the last point. And the more something is in the middle, the more it is forgotten. Mm. So, if I finish, you are likely to remember the title of the message. Because that's what I shared with Fred and Jeremiah 315. Then you are also likely to remember the end and the last thing I said. You see, so if you don't end your message on a high note, what is a high note? On the note of encouragement, on a note of blessing, on a note of emphasizing a point, the people may forget what you actually preach. And may say, ah, I mean, I don't even remember what it was about. Hallelujah. So always end your message on a high note with a blessing, Ended with an encouragement, you know, and God will bless you. Hallelujah. It is 10.30. I want us to gather together. I am here. No one to take a little break. Bring it now, please. You know, I'm here with um, all the um, staff of the books. Can you all please come now? Felix Can you come now, please? Everybody coming. I'm here with the books ministers. Uh, okay, I thought this was you. <laughs> and, no, take it out of the uh, box. Want to cut a cake, Brother Ralph? Please go back now. You are not dressed appropriately. I'm here with, is this Sam or all? I think some of the books ministers in Ghana, in Accra. Quickly, please. And what we do is that we promote the books of Bishop Dagwood Mills in Ghana and largely to a large part of the world. It is truly a worldwide ministry god has given us here and as all of us are here we are um, celebrating the birthday of bishop dark we've all gathered together at least here in accra you know to cut a cake all of us um, are blessed by the books ministry of bishop dark mills his products and we find it appropriate we find it honorable we, it is a reasonable service you know and and we want to render back to Bishop Dag, this honor in the sight of all the world. I don't know if you could bring one of the cameras to see the cake. Well, maybe you can't. It's okay, but let's come around. So, I want to say a special prayer for Bishop Dag. I think you cannot be seen in uh, it's you. Shortest can come. Uh-huh. 
<laughs> Father Joseph, I don't think. Maybe you can stand at the back, Sir Joseph. Just look in the thing and see if, if you can't be seen. So I want to say, Bishop Dad, God bless you. We are grateful for your life. We are grateful for your, um, the, the way you have led your life, you know, which has also given us a place in the ministry. None of us would be in the ministry, especially doing what we are doing, if you had not led your life in a way that is so bright that through you, we also have some light that shines. Most of us have interacted with very senior ministers in Ghana. Some of us have interacted with very senior pastors in different countries of the world. Some of us have interacted with international ministers from all over the world. And it is not because we are great people, but Bishop, it is because we are walking in your light. It is because we are following in your footsteps. As we go around the nations and we mention your name, we can see, we know how your name opens doors into great places. And, and, and we are aware that it is not because of any greatness in us, but we are benefiting, you know, from your light. And as we, and as we bask in your shadow, we are blessed. Amen. So I want to say, God bless you. May you live long. May you prosper. May you, may God make you happy. Amen. May the perfect will of God be done in your life. Amen. We want to say that as your days are, so shall your strength be. Amen. We say that as your days are, so shall your health be, your vitality and your vigor shall increase. You shall live long. You shall prosper. Your enemy shall not rejoice against you. The desire of your enemies shall not come to pass. May your enemies become like Sodom and Gomorrah which are destroyed and turned to ashes. We pray that God will increase you in every good thing. We pray that all your desires uh, for your ministry shall come to pass. That you have uh, millions of millions of books in print, 200 million books in print, 2,000 apostles. You will have churches in 190 nations. You would have um, 20,000 church buildings. We pray that the vision you prayed about, which is what is in your heart that God has given you, you shall not close your eyes in death without seeing them accomplished and come to pass. We rejoice with you on this, your birthday, the um, books team from Accra. Say, happy birthday, daddy. God bless you. We are happy to celebrate you. We, we joy in the fact that you've given us opportunity and ability to celebrate you and to say that we love you. We love you. We truly love you from the depth of my heart. I, as the leader of this team we say we love you and we bring you greetings from all over the world daddy literally there are pastors from suriname from trinidad from india from thailand from bangladesh from new zealand from um, all over the world from kinshasa from uganda from angola they all say happy birthday to you from ghana as well rita says happy birthday pastor beatrice also says Happy birthday. Kwame Kumi says, happy birthday. From all over the world, from Burkina Faso, as well from um, Congo, DRC, from all over the world, pastors are wishing you happy birthday on this platform. We all rejoice in you and are grateful for all that you've done. In the name of Jesus. And as we cut this cake, ah, we pray for newness of life. We pray for a fresh start. In everything that is good. We, we cut away everything that is negative from your life. Prophetically. And we cut into existence every new thing into your life. That is good. That is a blessing. 
in the name of the Father, the Son. We ask for many more years for you. Ah, Lord, let there even be new dimensions of ministry birth in the name of the Father. This is to cut the ribbon into new dimensions of ministry. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's put our hands together for the Lord. Everywhere, every clapping, every clapping, every clapping in the name of Jesus. Every clapping, we honor you. We are so grateful. We are so grateful. We are so blessed. We are so blessed. We are so blessed. We honor you. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you all. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Wow. This is since I met Bishop um, in 1998, my life has changed. Wow. You see, before I got born again, I'm, I'm from a legal family. My aim for life was to become the youngest judge at the Hague, the International Court of Justice at the Hague. That was, wow. that was my vision. That by the age of 32, I was going to be the youngest judge at the Hague, and I'd set my eyes to mm. accomplish that. But as I've grown, I've matured, I've become more spiritual. Amen. I am now more sure about the uselessness of everything on earth. And I thank God that He plugged me out of the world and put me in the hands of Bishop Dagwood Mills. It has changed everything about my life, both on earth and in heaven. Everything has changed. My spiritual life has changed. My physical life has changed. My financial life has changed. My, you know, you know, when I say you should give an offering, it is not because I'm looking for food to eat. It is because I want to give an opportunity to sow a seed into the work of God and the ministry. I'm not looking for money. You know, and it's because I am a child of Bishop Dag Heward Mills. Everything about my life has improved. My health has improved. He's given me clothes to wear. You know? He didn't buy this shirt for me. It is his shirt and he gave it to me. You know? And many other things I cannot talk about. Many struggles I've had. And he's led me through them. You know? And he's still leading me through them. You know? Because life is full of struggles, but sometimes... It's a father who will be able to see you through them. You know, my first mobile phone, he bought it for me. Wow. When I was a missionary in Senegal, wow. one day I called him from a telephone booth. <laughs> and he said, what number is this? I said, no, I'm calling from a telephone booth. He said, why? Don't you have a mobile phone? I said, no, please, I don't have a mobile phone. He said, oh, <laughs> yeah. And he had my first mobile phone. He bought it for me. Nokia 3320. I said Nokia 3320. Light green. Mm. 
Bishop, God bless you. Amen. Bishop, God bless you. May you see many good days. Many Amen. good days. Amen. Yes. May you see many good days Amen. that you see good in them. In the that as you've tried to give people good, mm. may you reap what you've sown. Amen. Yes. In Jesus' name. Amen. May God increase your greatness. Increase your greatness. And comfort you on every side. Yes. May he comfort you on every side. Recently, I was listening to you and you said you were, you've been, you, you were crying. And there are times when you've cried and sought for your mother. I pray that may God wipe away your tears. I pray that God will wipe away your tears. And may he comfort you in whatever it is that makes you cry. In Jesus' name. Are you happy? Are you blessed? Happy, blessed? Totally blessed. Today we celebrate a living legend. Living legend. Living legend. <laughs> yeah. My God. It is proper that we celebrate a living legend. That's many it. ministries, many ministries around the world have been transformed by his yeah. ministry. That's it. Yeah. Totally. And continue to be transformed. Yes. <sighs> Number 10. Do not preach for too long or too short. Mm. Hey. <laughs> you know. One day I was invited somewhere and the, the people were not good at organization. So, by the time they gave me the mic to preach, it was almost 10.30 in the night. So, I said, look, I'll just preach. I said, what can I I arrived in the church. They said they'll pick me at 7.30. They picked me around 10. I said, what is this? So, when they gave the mic, at 10.30, I said, at 10 what do you expect me to do? So I said, look, I'll preach for 10 minutes. But as I got out of the pulpit, you know, God said, how can you preach for 10 minutes? Somebody has invited you. You want to preach for 10 minutes? What? <laughs> you see, sometimes when you preach too short, it is offensive. Yeah. Oh, yes, it is offensive. When you preach too long, ah, it's also a sign that you have not prepared well. So you are rambling on it. Oh, one day. One day. As for this story, I don't know if it was true because I was not there. Okay. <laughs> I cannot verify its authenticity. Hey. One, day, One day, a pastor was preaching and a brother came to church late. Then the pastor's wife saw him and said, why did you come to church late? He said, I went to cut my hair. So he joined the service. The pastor preached and preached and preached and preached. At the point, after two hours of preaching, mm-hmm. the brother got up to leave. The pastor's wife asked him at the door again, where are you going? He said, I'm going to cut my hair. <laughs> the, the pastor's wife said, ah, you said you cut your hair before you came to church. The brother said, my hair has grown again. <laughs> grown again. The sermon is so long that my hair has grown. Hey. Hey. You see, you should learn where to say it is enough. enough. I'll give an example. Last week, no, last two weeks, during one of the seed conferences, where we are supposed to, it's from 10 to 11. One of the days, I don't know what happened, I think I got caught up in myself. 
and then we closed at 11.15 or 11.20. We noticed that from 11.04, <laughs> everybody began to leave the group, the live feed. You see, when you preach longer than you can preach, a lot of negative things happen. It's even a sign of your disorganization. Yes. You should learn to keep to time. Because life, the life itself is run by time and season. So if you're a pastor, don't preach too long. Also, don't preach too short. Preach as is appropriate. Amen. You will get more and more people coming to your service. I remember the, my friend, I was transferred to the Kadesh the first Sunday. There were a lot of activities. It was um, Bishop Saki's birthday. The, past, the resident pastor, the Kadesh, was his birthday. So there were a lot of things to do. So I was told to preach a short message. Maximum of 30 minutes. I said, no problem. I went up the, same, up the pulpit, preached properly. Within 20 minutes, I closed. I said, what? I was very happy. You see, you should understand that many church members will not tell you the truth. <laughs> the truth is they were very happy with their short message and what it did was it made them fall in love with me. That I have not delayed the service unnecessarily and unduly and look, we are here to celebrate our pastor. You, this new pastor that you've come to, we are here to celebrate our pastor and God the but they have to pretend that they are happy. So you, the speaker, you, you have to know when to say, brother, my welcome has been exhausted. Mm. <laughs> yes. And if they really love me, I preach a short message. Ah. <laughs> I see you learning to preach short messages as well. Number 11. Never preach without windows. Windows are illustrations. Windows are examples, and the best examples are your personal examples. Wow. You see, I'm sh- sh- sure that, like, when I just gave an example of coming to the Kadesh and preaching a short message, you all understood it clearly. It. Yeah, <laughs> hallelujah. So, as you are preaching, to learn how to use personal examples and real life examples that people will never forget because mm. Jesus always used examples. Wow. What we call parables are only examples. A parable is an example or an illustration that explains the point you've made. Mm. And where there's no example or illustration, it is just, you see, it is, it is like the, it is like the let, letter that kills, but it's the spirit that gives life. Mm. The window and the illustration is the spirit of the letter, it's the spirit of the point you've given. It gives life to the point and the example you've given and it will never be forgotten. Mm. Next, number 12. Always do an altar call. Yeah. Always do an altar call. No matter what. Especially an altar call for salvation. Most churches today do not do altar calls. Most pastors don't do altar calls. I don't know why. But it's a bad practice. Look, I've been to church after church after church after church everywhere in the world. And when I do an altar call, who wants to be born again? Who wants to go to heaven? 90 there have been churches where the pastor and his wife and maybe four of the pastors are the only people who don't lift up their hands so it tells you that there are members of the church but they are not members of the body of Christ 
I'll say it again. When you don't do an altar call, you have members of your church, but they will not be members of the body of Christ. Because it is those who confess the name of the Lord Jesus and believe in their heart that God has raised them from the dead. Those are the ones who will be saved. Not those who's, who pay tithe or their names are written in the church register. So, pastor, always give an altar call, an invitation for salvation so that you will not deceive your members. You will be sure that they are born again. You can also give an altar call to pray for the sick and for healing because you should understand that Jesus also came to heal our sicknesses. Bible said that himself bore our sicknesses in his own body on the tree and by his stripes we are healed. So Jesus also came that we should be healed of our sicknesses. The gospel is in two parts. Salvation and healing. These are the two parts of the gospel. The Bible says the people came to hear and to be healed of their sicknesses. Amen. Amen. Before we close, I want us to give an offering at this point. Wow. Yes, I want you to sow a seed. Mm. Today is a day of celebration. Don't be stingy. Every given. Today is Bishop birthday. Be generous. Be generous. Be generous. Be generous. Be generous. Be generous. Every given. Every given. The numbers are appearing on your screen now. Hallelujah. Amen. Pastor Beatrice, you are blessed watching. Pastor Kems Joe Devera watching from Singapore. You don't mean it. God bless you all the way in Singapore. God bless you for watching. Thank you. Wisdom Quay, every given. Hallelujah. Pastor Patrick Okot, God bless you. Pastor Paul Kingsley, Pastor Abhishek, God bless you. Wow. Give an offering to support the ministry. You can give directly by PayPal into office at gmail.com. What you can do is that we are quickly going back into the preaching. So, just take a picture of the screen of your TV with your phone. So that after that you can give. It, is, it, it, it will be a blessing to you. Bible says it is more blessed to give than to receive. Wow. All the way from Singapore. Please send your email address. Please remember, send your email address at your country. And we will send you two free e-books to celebrate the birthday of Bishop Dag. You are not. It's a good day. See? When it's a great person's birthday, he gives gifts. Yeah. <laughs> when it's a poor person's birthday, he receives gifts. Hey, Bishop, <laughs> yes. Rich people give gifts on their birthday. Yeah. <laughs> Today we are celebrating a living legend. Wow. Every given. Every, every given. Every. M- MTN, Ghana, all over the world. You can pay by World Remit. You can pay by, by PayPal. Support the ministry. It will be a blessing to you. If you also want any of the books by Bishop Dag, he would melt anywhere in the world. The Mantano, it's a set of textbooks. No, you can use it to train your leaders in the ministry. You can use it to open a Bible school, teach on any topic of ministry. You know, you can just um, place an order, the number, the same number for the mobile money. You know, there's another number. You can just, just send a WhatsApp message or an email to macariosoffice at gmail.com or you can send a WhatsApp message to the same MTN mobile money on your um, screen. And we'll get back to you and get you all the books, all the products, everything by Bishop Daguerre Mills can be gotten from this office. It will be a blessing to you. Pastor Raj Kini from Kiran, India. Wow. 
in India as well, the books are available in Hindi, Marathi, Tamil, Telugu, Malayalam. 12 languages in India. You can get the books by Bishop Daguerre Mills. Yeah, we translated all of them into all the 12 major Indian languages. Pastor Kinney, thank you for watching from India. Truly international, you are blessed. Back to the teaching. We are closing in five minutes. I don't want to preach for too long. I don't want to preach for too long. Hallelujah. All the bishops watching, God bless you. Thank you. I'm honored as well. Number 12, number 13, stay with revelation. Look, don't preach things that you read about that you don't believe hey. or you don't practice. It, it, <laughs> Man. One day, I saw a pastor preaching. He began to stammer. I tell you. Then I saw that, no. He doesn't understand the message he's preaching well. The message is not deep in him. Mm. <laughs> he has memorized the message and has forgotten some lines. But when there's a revelation, ah, it flows like oil. Which brings me to the next, next point that Bishop Doug shares. Head for the anointing. Next week, I'll be sharing about the um, determinants. Yes, before I forget, please. Very important announcement. Because of the flow prayer services, we are changing uh, the time for the seed conferences from next week, Tuesday. It will now be from 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. GMT. So that everybody can join and participate. You you should understand that we only have one shepherd. We have one leader. It's not a joint leadership. We only have one shepherd who is Bishop Dag Heward Mills. And so we want him to lead all of us in prayer. So that, no, I also want to pray. But so that I have to leave the prayer and come and do this. But it is not reason. (laughs) Like Peter said, it is not reason. So, we, we have changed our service. When you are a child, you should adjust your life to your father's wow. life. Not the other way around. Yeah, and I'm talking because there are some assistant pastors mm. who don't understand it. That, no, but I chose my time first, so, he, so why did he know? You, the child, you should change and wow. adjust wow. to your leader and your father's life. Helping us. There's an ass- head pastor. Mm. What I'm saying, please go and repeat it to your assistant. Mm. That it is the junior pastor, is the assistant pastor who should change to adapt to his head pastor. Very important. That is why I'm changing the time for the seed conference because there are flow prayer meetings with our prophet, Bishop Dagwood Mills, now ends around 12. So we are changing our time so that we adapt to him. Hallelujah. Beautiful. Head for the anointing. Mm. Two ways to head for the anointing. Learn to speak in tongues. You know, when you go somewhere and <laughs> the people are not received, just a kabore, then you tell them, everybody, let us speak in tongues. They will see you are not afraid of them. You see, and the Bible says that, listen, the Bible says that he that speaks in an unknown tongue mm. speaketh not unto men, mm. but unto God. God. So when you speak in tongue, it is like suddenly they see you directly communicating with God. Wow. Brings the anointing. Number two, way to head for the anointing. Mm. 
is to stay with revelation. See, things that you believe, the Bible says that, listen, the sword of the spirit is the word of God. Not the sword of your mind. The word becomes a sword. The word becomes anointed when it is in your spirit. Your spirit is where the anointing dwells. So head for the anointing. Stop, stop, stop talking about things you don't know. That you get read and I repeat it. That's why the Bible says, let the word of God dwell in you richly. When the word of God is, is in you richly, it goes into your spirit. Hallelujah. Finally, look for signs. The five signs of the anointing where you preach. Number one, you preach with authority. Hey, you are not afraid that what you are saying is wrong. <laughs> or you will be challenged. The Bible says of Jesus that and they saw that he preached with authority. I didn't say shout. Hey. <laughs> authority. Shouting and authority are different. Yeah, In out. fact, usually, shouting is a sign of no authority. Mercy. When you have authority, you don't shout. Mm. When you're talking to your servant, you don't shout. When, are, when a general is giving command for 500,000 troops to go into battle, he doesn't shout. He'll just tell the American president will stand on TV and say that because Osama bin Laden is a bomber. I have just given authority for the U.S. armed forces to head to Afghanistan to go and bomb the whole Afghanistan. He doesn't shout. Authority doesn't... Shouting is what they say about authority. Helping us. Number two. Preach. When your preaching has life-changing effects, like the testimonies I've begun to receive, pastors say their ministries have changed. Yeah. From all over the world, I receive testimonies. Number three. It causes crowds to gather. Mm. On the internet, crowds are gathering. Mm. By the time, you know, one of the days, by the time we finish preaching, 1,400 or more than 1,400 people had watched it. Is it? You know, check the internet well. Many passes, by the time they finish, 32, 12. Oh, I saw one a few days ago, two. And I saw that his wife was there, so he and his wife, were the ones watching there. Whatever. Mercy. Yeah. Crowds gather to listen, to watch. It's a sign of the anointing. Number wow. four. It is direct and cuts to the heart. Number five, it is relevant. Wow. Don't pre-think that are not relevant. Mm. Pre-think that are relevant. Wow. And may the Lord God be with you. Hallelujah. And may the Lord God bless you. I want to thank you all for watching from all over the world. Pastor Steve from Malta. Pastor Abhishek from um, India, um, Pastor David Ado from, I'm sure, Ghana, Pastor Vikash Matthew, I'm sure, from India. God bless you for watching. Pastor Raquel from Trinidad and Tobago. God bless you. Pastor Kiyaya Imboa. This sounds like South Africa. Thank you for watching. Pastor Asimwe from Uganda. Thank you. Pastor Rajkini, I'm sure, from India. God bless you. And all the other people who watch from Bangladesh, Papua New Guinea, Pastor Van Pex. God bless you also for watching. Wow, Pastor Rogelio Madronio from Philippines. Wow. wow. God bless you for watching. We will send you your Okay, you sent your e- your email. We will send you your free ebook by close of day today soon. And all the others God bless you. It's a day of rejoicing. Go to Bishop Dyke, but Nelson's Facebook. There are many Facebooks that are fake. Mm-hmm. 
there are many fake that he was knows Facebook accounts. Look for the one with with 3.7 million followers. That is the original, correct, official Facebook page. If you don't see a followership of 3.7 million, don't follow it. Yes, it's a fake. They will soon be asking you for money for orphanage and a refugee for COVID and coronavirus. No. Look for the one. <laughs> Look for the verified account. Listen, you don't know what is verified and I also don't know what is verified. Only look for the one with 3.7 million followers. That is the official Facebook page. Wish Bishop Dag a happy birthday. Say a blessing into his life, upon his life. God bless you. See you tomorrow. Tomorrow, unfortunately, or should we change the time tomorrow to one? Maybe tomorrow we will be here at one o'clock because tomorrow morning is flow prayer meeting with the prophet again. And so um, 4 a.m. tuning in, every tuning, every tuning at 4 a.m. Please, all those watching now t- tomorrow, we will not be here at 10. We will be here at one o'clock GMT, 6.30 GM in India and 6.30 in India <laughs> and everywhere else in the world country. but it's 1pm GMT so we can be part of the flow prayer meeting with the prophet it's going to be awesome, it's going to be a blessing wow. all of you here, please, do you agree with me that we should change the time yes. tomorrow yes, we agree God bless you, Hallelujah. every changing of time please, every every Reverend Lavelle God bless you as well for watching it's such a blessing to have you uh, watching Pastor Janelle, it's always good to see you. Pastor Janelle, do you agree that tomorrow, right from tomorrow, we should change the time to 1 p.m.? Pastor Janelle Sims, please, if you agree with me, then the whole group agrees with me. See you tomorrow, not at 10, but at 1 o'clock GMT. And may God be with us and bless us all in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Pastor Paul Kingsley from Angola, God bless you. Father, I pray for everyone watching. Help all of us to head for the anointing and to stay in the anointing as we preach. Let the anointing characterize our preaching. Let our preaching be tampered with the anointing. Let people declare and see the anointing on our lives. I pray, oh God, that you will increase the anointing. Let the river flow. Let the river increase. Let us go deeper. Let us go deeper. We live shallowness. We live shallow preaching. We reject shallow preaching. We move away from shallow preaching. Your, your words say deep call it unto deep. We choose to go deeper. We choose to go deeper as preachers. Open our ears and speak to us as we preach. Help us to have the tongue of the ready learner. Moria Shaka. Let our preaching be like apples of gold in pictures of silver. Let our preaching be like living waters to a thirsty and dry land. Let your blessing be with us. We receive the anointing on Bishop Dad. We receive the anointing on Bishop Dad. We receive the anointing on Bishop Dad. We ask for it. We receive it. I pray for everyone here, Lord. Listening. Everyone watching by the internet. Everyone who watch after. Let us receive and walk in the blessing of the anointing on the life of Bishop Dad. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 God bless you. See you tomorrow, 1 p.m. 1 p.m. God bless you and have a blessed, lovely day. Listen, it is Bishop Dag's birthday. In your own small way, there's a lockdown in most countries of the world. But in your own small way, celebrate him. Say a word of prayer for him. Eat some nice food also. 
have a party for him wherever you are. God will be there with his angels to honor you. God bless you. Bye-bye.